This is the Busy Mama podcast. I'm Ebony Forsyth and in this podcast I'm unearthing the stories that lie beneath some of Australia and New Zealand's favourite mother-made brands we know and love. Like birth stories but brand stories. This podcast won't be about haranguing the hustle but keeping it real when it comes to the beautiful chaos that is creating and managing brands, babies and everything in between. These are the stories of creation, ones to inspire, ones to celebrate, and ones to build connection from. You are listening to episode three, the story of Bohanna Gerritsen, creator of the Instagram account, The Simple Folk, mother of Indiana, Archer, and Olive. Okay, so I'm going (laughs) to assume that people... There's going to be people that will know of you and there's probably going to be some people who won't know of mm-hmm. you first listening. So do you want to do a brief intro on who you are and why, I guess, I'm talking to you today? <laughs> um, well, I don't know why you're talking to me, but um, <laughs> my name is Bahanna and I'm the mother behind the Instagram page, The Simple Folk. Uh, we are currently traveling around Australia with our three kids um, and our tent and we are content creating our way around the country like dreams come true right (laughs) (laughs) yes very good like how cool is that like that's your intro how amazing to say that out loud that that is your life I think there's so many people would be like oh my god dreams so many people also just still don't understand Understand it like when we open when we come to a new place and we open the boot up and I have to explain that we have so much stuff in the back of our car because we, yeah. you know, have stuff to shoot. Yeah. And people, they're like, what do you mean? What what does that mean? And you have, you know, there's still people yeah. that don't understand the concept of what we do. Yeah. And it's funny because it's just been our, it's just the normal for us. I don't know. I don't know anything else. <laughs> yeah. When... Like, because, you know, when you, you you must be meeting new people all the time on your travels. And, yeah. like, when you meet mm-hmm. new people, people tend to always ask, like, oh, what do you do? Like, how do you go explaining yes. that? Because that would be a really annoying thing to people who don't get the whole Instagram world especially, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think the, the question mostly when you're traveling is people say, oh, so you're doing the lap. And so we have to explain that like, no, it's not really a lot. We're just traveling. Like it's a lifestyle for us because mm. yeah, but um, definitely I avoid telling people what we do just because it's, I don't know, it sets it's a bit tone, hard. I suppose. Yeah. People are a bit like, yeah, it's, it's unconventional and although it's becoming more conventional, I think yeah. more and more people are kind of doing what we're doing. So, yeah. but yeah, I do avoid the topic. Uh, it has to be I've probably spent a night with like getting to know people before I delve into like explaining what we do we just call ourselves photographers like we just say we're we're, we take photos (laughs) yes yeah that's why not that I've ever called I don't call myself a photographer I just say but in those moments take photos so much easier yeah yeah well but it's true like that's what you exactly what you do yeah 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 because um yeah, I think it's freaking awesome. So when I like was thinking about uh, what people I wanted on my podcast first and who I was going to reach out to, one thing I wanted to really include was people like yourself um, doing content creation. I don't want to use the word influencer because I, I know people have feelings about that word, but um, at the end of the day, 
that's a business. Like I think mm. a lot of people forget that um, that like you are creating a brand for yourself. It's a personal brand, the simple folk. Yeah. Um, and it at, at the end of the day is a business. Like you still are making a living yeah. from it um, yeah. and you're not employed by somebody else in terms of, yeah, yeah. like you are your own boss. But people probably yeah. don't really think of, your job is a business do they would they yes yeah especially because like with us it evolved so naturally that I never set out to be like this is what I want to do with my life this is what I'm Mm. I never set out to start a business Instagram is just this evolution of organic growth and it kind of turns into its own thing so I am employed I I am actually employed by my um yeah by my agency who look after me now so before then it was just yeah me yeah and still people reach out to me and then I pass them on to my on to my manager so it's but um it's yeah it's kind of impossible to do it all on your own because it's just it's huge like content creation is yeah yeah yeah, it's huge yeah it's crazy so before we like get too into all of that stuff let's start at the very beginning because like I've kind of mentioned with this whole podcast I really want it to um, encompass and get deep deep on who you are and like who you were before all of this and how motherhood come into all of it and I guess the whole journey at the end of the day I just want this like to be your story I want you to be able to share the creation story of you of of your brand the simple folk and of your beautiful three little kiddos bloody hell they are (laughs) scrumptious those photos I still remember (laughs) early days following you for the first time I think Archer was like he was tiny. He was like, oh, okay. Olive wasn't even born. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the, yeah. Oh, the photos, the photos. They made, they and made it feels me like yesterday. It feels like yesterday and it was so long ago. Like I just, it's yeah. crazy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's start at the very beginning for Bo. So who were you before business, before kiddos, like teenhood bow, where were you? What were you thinking? I was young. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was always into, it's funny when I reflect back on where my, like, I don't know, passion, I suppose, for computers or like, you know, editing, all of that sort of stuff came from. And um, I always loved MySpace. Obviously, I was the era yeah. of MySpace. I loved MySpace. I loved the curating of MySpace. I loved how you could, you know, add your songs and your themes and your pictures. And like, that was such a big thing. I know everyone probably loved MySpace, but yeah. I really liked MySpace. Yeah. Um, in school, I always, I was in um, like digital technology classes. Yeah. Um, what were they called? Interactive media and yeah digital technology I'm not sure yeah um and I don't need to toot my own horn but I got top in the class for both of those and you oh my god um I was the same I literally just recorded my everyone would have maybe possibly listened to my yeah. first episode but I literally said the exact yeah. same thing I was the same I oh, wow. I hate talking about it because I feel like I'm boasting or something but I'm like yeah okay got a pluses but anyway just saying yeah. 
Um, well, I'm going to top your A plus and I got ducks. Of the oh, well, you so, win. Non-PE, so non, <laughs> not PE, but, you know, I'm going to take that for a win. Um, Absolutely. I just loved, I wasn't, I, in school, I didn't have a strong urge of knowing what I wanted to do. And um, that continued on, I suppose, until, I mean, I still don't really know what I want to do. Yeah. But um, I... I just loved those things and I suppose they doing that made me happy and I just continued mm. to do that. So it has been, yeah, this evolution of just following what I enjoy doing that's got me kind of to where I am now. Um, yeah. I got my first camera when I was 17 mm. and I used to take it everywhere with me. It came to school with me. I was the friend at school that just, you know, like took photos of everyone eating their lunches and made people really uncomfortable. <laughs> I've got so many photos I've got albums of every time you know my girlfriends and I would catch up I was always the one taking the photos I've just always yeah. been there taking photos of people I, yeah. I love that yeah um, yeah so cool. and and it was the editing as well like even before the editing programs mm. That are out now. I was always editing on. I don't know what Microsoft used to even have as an editing program. Maybe you know, but I used to no, I edit. Know. Yeah, I used to yeah. edit photos of my mom and yeah, yeah. It's funny. Like I don't know about you, but in those in those early like digital days, you kind of if you wanted to do something, you figured out how to do it in some random know, crazy yeah. way. Like I remember before I knew any design. Yeah, you do some like weird stuff. I was like. <laughs> I got so skillful at using Word. <laughs> that sounds so random, yeah. but like, because before I knew what Adobe Illustrator was, I like, I don't even know, I haven't used Word for much these days, but like, you could, there was a time when I was like in, yeah, high school where Word, you could like remove backgrounds from photos and like, yeah. you could do some crazy stuff in Word. Yeah. That probably nobody knew, yeah. but I found those features because you just, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like trying to do something. Something in your head, yeah, and you're like, how can I make that work? Yeah, yeah it's funny what you end up doing yeah, yeah. on random platforms. No, that's so cool. Yeah. You didn't really know, yeah, where you were wanting to go after high school, huh? Not sure. No, so I just had, I just had, um, yeah, odd jobs, retail jobs, nothing that sparked passion, um, mm. obviously partied a bit, and then met my husband yeah. when I was still 18 so 18 yeah just, just before just before I turned 19 actually I met Ty yeah. and then yeah we started building our life together and Can you share um, a bit of that story meeting him where did you meet him meeting Ty we met through friends um and yeah he I, I ended up at his house one day and had no idea who he was or and I walked into this room and it was filled with all these guys. And I was like, what have I just walked into? And, um, and I went there with a the girlfriend and then, um, yeah, I sat down on the table and he was like, oh, I'm Ty. And I was like, oh, you're Ty. And that's nice. And then we worked <laughs> out that we actually were working like next door to each other. So we'd already like crossed paths before, but I didn't know who he was. Yeah. So yeah, we were literally like just, yeah, steps away from, having you know met and it just never happened and then by chance wow. I wound out wound up at his house and then yep. he was working fly in fly out so he was away for two weeks at a time and we just yeah over the couple of months got to like got to know each other but it was just 
it was just that was set that in was stone. it. It's true. Yeah, that was yeah, it. and yeah, beautiful. It's, yeah. yeah, how good. Yeah. So, what was your first job? You said mentioned retail. Yeah, so I just worked in like coming out of school, just did hospitality, like working in cafes and then had a job at um, in a little boutique and then I went from a boutique to working in a bank and yeah. I worked in the bank up until I went on maternity leave. With, and first, as soon with the as first I, baby? First baby? With first, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And as soon as I, as soon as I had Indiana, I was like I could not work um for in retail ever again yeah <laughs> I just my t- I just instantly knew that time was so precious yeah and that I wanted to spend it with my with children that. and that yeah. yeah going back to work wasn't an option for me so yeah, yeah. yeah that was my that last was- job <laughs> yeah well let's go let's dive into that part of life so tell us about finding out you're pregnant what was the dynamic how was how did that all happen for you Um, Indiana's pregnancy was a surprise. So we were actually planning our wedding and we had already booked, put deposits down for things. And then we, yeah, her pregnancy was a surprise pregnancy. And Mm. I was not emotionally, mentally prepared for that at all. I thought that I was going to have kids at 25. We're going to have planned out. 20, I would have been 22. 22. Yeah. I turned turned 23 two days before having her. So yeah, yeah, I not ready for that it was a huge shock to the system um and yeah our wedding got cancelled and so that's why we ended up eloping when I was 32 weeks pregnant we just eloped with 12 yeah Yeah. we eloped with 12 of our um of our family and friends um and yeah adjusting to having Indiana was pretty massive it took probably at least six weeks for me to really feel comfortable um, mm-hmm. with her. I always had imagined that I was going to have um, like a really natural experience and everything, yeah. you know, obviously would go, but it didn't. She really struggled with breastfeeding and yeah, yeah, it was pretty. Um, and she wasn't a very happy, she was, you know, she cried all the time and yeah. she wasn't happy until about six months. And then like yeah. people still say they've never heard Indiana cry is like, she got all of her crying out in that first six months. <laughs> got it all and done. Then she just, yeah. And then she's just like the most chill, placid, yeah. happy soul. Oh, Archer was also a surprise. <laughs> he was yeah. also, yeah. It was the 17 months between Indiana and Archer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Olive, yeah, we planned Olive. She yeah. was our little our final piece to the puzzle yeah when I fell pregnant so my mum home birthed all of us kids so home birth was just what I had plans to do but because I fell pregnant by such a surprise with Indiana I um I was not I was not prepared at all to go down that route Mm. so I yeah so I didn't I home I birthed Indiana at a hospital um, and I had a pretty good birth experience. Um, she had a couple of problems um, and had to go into the newborn intensive care unit for a couple oh, really? of days. Yeah, yeah. Um, but which is why we struggled with breastfeeding. Um, yeah. And then I no, I birthed Archer at home. He had yeah, really he was great home birth, birth too. Yeah, yeah, birth yeah. at home. 
I like my experience in the hospital was great. <laughs> it wasn't great. It was good. It was a good experience. It wasn't a terrible experience. I was grateful to have a healthy baby. Um, you yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. Healthy baby. Um, and then, but I just knew that I wanted to birth in the comfort of our home the next time. And then all yeah. birth the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really. I had really good births. Oh. It, I don't talk about the births often because it was just, it felt normal for me. Like it just was, um, I kind of always knew that I would have home births. And so yeah, that's what I did. They were, yeah. yeah. They were beautiful. Really grateful. Yeah. Yeah. And where along the lines did the simple folk happen? So tell us about your journey with Instagram then how, when did that fit in along with babies? Um, so Instagram was just a, it was when I was pregnant with Archer that I started, I noticed that there was this like Instagram style. And, um, yeah. and then that's when I started growing this sort of motherhood community Yeah, with other mums that had babies that were pregnant at the same time, you know, you'd hashtag yeah. what, what pregnancy stage you were at. And then those people would follow you and yeah. And it was just wow. like, um, yeah, real, real gradual, like kind of progression and then when I had Archer I started doing um I, you know I started gaining more followers and then I was taking photos of the two of them together in you know in their little Bonds onesies and then Bonds would share the picture and then you'd gain all these followers and back then gaining followers was like I was gaining yeah. like you know 10,000 followers a month or something crazy like That's it was huge. wild isn't it just you don't hear of that much these days do you no, so no. it was a whole different, yeah. different ball so game. There's a lot of people growing their pages, and yeah. um, but back then, you know, it wasn't you weren't getting paid, but it wasn't it was nothing like what it is now. Yeah, but yeah, my page grew pretty fast. Back then, we were called Indie and Arch, which Where was a really um, oh, I didn't yeah, know Indie, that. Indie dot and dot Arch, I think. Yeah, really, really, really. Um, original name yeah and um we were that up until 2007 16 I think 16 or 17 I came back from a trip to Bali with my girlfriend and I had this feeling that I wanted to get a website I think I'm not sure I wanted to maybe blog about our travels or something yeah and I wanted to come up with a name to describe us and I couldn't I was just like how do I describe what we are and I really liked the word folk um, yeah. to describe us because I've always, I just always, I don't know, I call my folk, my parents folks and yeah. I just like the name folk. Yeah. And then cool. I wrote down a list of, I wrote down a list of words to like kind of what embodies us, mm. our essence and simple was just it. And it's yeah. so funny. So true. Like we, we are, everything we do in life is just simple. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. So yeah. So then I ended up changing my Instagram handle to that. Yeah. It must have been, I don't know. I think it was two, it might've been 2016 or 17, maybe 2017. And um, yeah. And that, and that's it. And that's wow. our name. Yeah. <laughs> the rest is history and you've just grown and grown and grown. Rest and... History, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's that. Wow. Did you like, when did the traveling start for you guys? Because obviously that's a big part of your life now. And when did you get the, yeah. the bug for that? We, so my husband and I both grew up in like the hills in Perth. And yeah. um, 
we he his family used to travel down to the southwest of WA, so like Margaret River and Yelling Up and things like that. Um, oh, Yelling Up's beautiful. And, we went there and it's stunning. Yes, yes. Yeah. So we it wasn't until we yeah got together that we started going down there, and that's where we got married. We got married in, at Injured Up, which is um just kind of between Yelling Up and Margaret River. There you go. And we started traveling down there and we just loved it. And then when we had um, Indiana, we started just going down there with her. We used to leave. It's about four hours from where we live so or three and a half. So we used to leave at like five in the morning and get mm-hmm. to yelling up at eight in the morning and just spend the whole day there because he was FIFO. He would only have like a week home. So we'd make the most of that time together. Yeah. So we'd spend a whole day road tripping. Indiana would sleep in the car and then we'd spend the whole day at the beach and then we would, yeah, drive back at nighttime and get home for bedtime. And that's just something that became a routine for us. Yeah. And then, and then we had Archer and did the same. We just spent heaps of time down, down there. We did Bali, you know, with both the kids, um, but yeah, they just got really used to being in the car. Yeah. Even now they sit in the car. They love the car. Like love the car. Oh, that's so great. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. We used to have our first car actually used to have a TV in the car. And so we would sometimes put like Peppa Pig on. And then yeah. when we realized that they could turn the DVD player on by themselves, we got rid of that car because yeah. we realized that they, they were doing was like watching the TV. And it was amazing. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's probably why they got used to the car because they'd always watch TV. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not going to lie. Our trip to Queensland at the start of the year, Peppa Pig got us through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Bali's a different eight, six months, like, just to yeah, get to the next just, town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they're young, it's hard, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then and then in 2018, we bought a caravan and we did two and a half months around Australia and we loved that trip. We, we talked about it all the time and we said that we would do it again when the kids were older because it was like when they're so young, they couldn't, they weren't, they wouldn't walk anywhere. They want us to carry them and it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty full on. So, but travel's just always been important to us and we just love road trips. Like we, I would choose a road trip over a plane ride any day plane rides yeah. for us have always been quite horrific archer gets um archer gets like travel sickness in planes and um plane sick whatever it's called and yeah, yeah. we haven't had good experience so we would choose a road trip any day of the yeah. week <laughs> yeah yeah and it's crazy how that's just become such an ingrained like element to your like simple folk brand too like the whole travel scene too isn't it yeah yeah, because at the moment you're in Tassie. Tasmania, yes, yeah. we are. I'm sitting yeah. in a blanking tent right now Amazing. overlooking the, I think we're in south, the South Arm Peninsula. Yeah, Tasmania is beautiful. It's, I think yeah. for us it's about exploring. I mean, visually I love new locations for my photos because, but it's just it's so cool to see new places for the first time and the kids it's just awesome to experience it with the kids, you know, not waiting until we're not waiting until we're 60. It's really yeah, cool doing it now. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. And like how cool is that for those kids to have <laughs> such a broad perspective of their world? I think that's super cool, <laughs> like that they understand that they can drive and they can see these places and the understand like understanding Australia and yeah, like that is talking about this stuff. You are homeschooling 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How how did that kind of come about, and how are you finding that traveling around at the moment? <laughs> um, sorry. Yeah. So we chose to homeschool while we were still living in Perth. So before we were traveling, it was mostly because the same year that Olive was born, um, mm. Indiana was going to be starting, and I just wasn't ready to um, spend like forty minutes in the car, you know there and back yeah. to send her to the school that we would have loved her to go to and there was kind of just no compromise for us like we weren't willing to send them to a school that wasn't exactly where we wanted to send them um and so yeah we kept her back and started homeschooling her in pre-primary and then that mostly came down to the fact that we had so many opportunities getting thrown at us that it was too good to pass up so yeah. we essentially chose we, I mean, we knew we were comfortable homeschooling and I knew that I had the support from Ty and my family to be able to do it um, because obviously schooling Indiana with two younger siblings was like quite full on, but yeah. just realising how simple it is at their young age and that they are already getting so much more from just being at home and um, being around family and, you know, living a really full life that the schooling side of it didn't actually have to be that much yeah like it was teaching her to read yeah and teaching Indiana to read was our main goal when she was five and she learned really fast and then watching her flourish on her own was just yeah it was amazing so yeah then when it came to Archer homeschooling Archer was just yeah easy we knew that we could do it at that point yeah. So Indiana was our good test. She was yeah. our good test, <laughs> a test dummy to see. And yeah. Yeah. And now we're calling all three of them. Yeah. So what are the ages of the kids right now? So Olive just turned five. Archer is seven and a half. And Indiana will be nine next this yeah, next month, April. Yeah, she'll yeah. be nine. So yeah. Um, but just um being the when we do have our catch-ups with our moderators they're called um he just reinforced that us traveling Australia is so beneficial for them at yeah. their ages that the life skills that they're learning is just yeah beyond anything they could learn in school and yeah. you know they have their parents with them 24 7 I love that we're able to do this with them and yeah. any doubts that I ever had at the very beginning are just completely gone now because I know that we're on yeah. the right path yeah and it's yeah. your and it's your path too like yeah it's so fitting for like I feel like all these bits of your life like has just come together and the whole homeschooling thing just fits so naturally into yeah. your yeah. your career as well yeah amazing yeah. let's let's bring it back to like the simple folk business career brand whatever we want to call it um yeah how like I love I would love to talk about like different highs and lows you've had and different experiences you've had on that journey like did you want to share anything that comes to mind of um times you've had doubt like did you ever doubt that you could make something of the simple folk or did you ever have feelings of what am I even doing what it like how did you yeah how did you feel kind of growing that platform yeah okay so lows would probably be um just when definitely now with all the algorithm changes when your engagement is low and you suddenly feel like your people aren't seeing what you're putting out there um or you know you create this beautiful image that you love and it isn't respond it isn't responded well 
yeah, you you put something out into the world and you love it and it's your art and then you don't get the reaction that maybe you'd hope for. Yeah. That's definitely something. But then on the other side of that is realising that that you're posting to a computer and it's the internet and you don't actually know and having to realise that that that's why it's so important like doing what you love and posting what you love and not worrying about um not worrying about what other people are going to think of it because you're posting something that you just want to see yeah so that's kind of on the side of the lot like the lows are of course but then the highs are of course posting something and having it do well and you're yeah. like yes yeah yeah anything's like, like so catch nice. you by surprise sometimes like something you're like oh just I'll just pop that yes. up yes and like the craziest stuff that does well and you're like what why, why? is this why did this do well this isn't even you know and that's just that's just how it goes and you can't con- that's what I guess like you can't control how people are going to react to what you post because you just don't know don't you know. don't know who's going to see it and how it's going to push the algorithm and yeah. I think um yeah there were points early on on Instagram I think where I was at such a high for so long and you know I was um really wonderful engagement and and then all of a sudden like that slowly drops off and you start you start getting feelings of like oh I'm not good enough or yeah but then coming back from that and realizing it doesn't matter because yeah the important the people who matter and see your work um that's all that matters you don't need all the other you know people applauding you or you know yeah. tooting your horn you don't need them you just need to post what you love to post feels good yeah and the people that, and the people that matter will see it and they do exactly. see it you know yeah yeah exactly um we like we'll go into this at the end a little bit but we caught up before this recording to talk about a particular project but one yeah. thing you mentioned to me in that call where I was like I really, really loved and appreciated hearing it. You mentioned about um, the whole, like, the, I guess the way you put yourself out online, um, that beautiful aesthetic. About the real mum versus the aesthetic mum yes. and, and that I'm not a real mum because I don't post all the yes. negativity of my life and I don't That's do it. that because I yeah. live that. I yes. live that negativity and there's this movement, I suppose, that people want to see. They think that, yeah, if you're not sharing um, the real and messy stuff, then, you know. You're fake you're or not, something. Yeah, or you're not yeah. projecting what it's really like to be a mum. But my feeling is if you are a mum, you already know the, yeah. the messiness. You know? and, I, and I love and appreciate the accounts that do share that side because it yeah. is good to see both sides. I don't yeah. think. Um, I don't feel like I'm I'm not sharing stuff to project that we have a perfect life or that we, you know, we don't have troubles. Um, yeah. It's more just that I create a feed that I want to remember and I yes. want to, you know. It's, yeah, absolutely. I, I yeah. live the messy every day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Because yeah. I, I love one thing that I always think about Instagram, like for me anyway, I'm, I just play with it but I think that's that's probably the perfect word is I some people love the creative aspect of it and it's just a creative release be able to play with imagery play with photos play with editing play with music all that sort of stuff it's like it's a creative platform and it doesn't mean that 
um, because you're not posting real every moment of your real life on that one yeah. account doesn't mean that yet yeah, you don't live it. And I think that's one thing that I love when you t- like were speaking about that. Like, yeah, that makes so much sense because you're allowed to just feel like it's a creative platform and look at yeah. it and look at your memories and yeah, feel good about that if, suppose, if that's what you want out yeah, of your own Instagram. My Instagram has been built on me <laughs> like posting what I I love curating my feed. That's yeah. something that I I post things that I, I post to curate my feed. That's the yeah. whole purpose for me. I mean, it's so funny, but that really is the basis of my platform. And I'm so stoked that I've had so many job opportunities from doing that. So yeah. it wouldn't matter if I had a small account or a big account. I would still be doing that doing because that. I'm creating something for me. I'm not creating yeah. it for anyone else. Yeah, exactly. And I've definitely, yeah. Sucked, I've definitely been sucked into the trends and the, um, yeah, you know, the styled photos in the past, but it's never felt like me. And every time I do those photos, I kind of go, oh, it's not really, it's not what I want to do. I yeah. know, like, I just want to post what I want to post. And I've yeah. always, I've always done that. If you scroll through my feed, my yeah. feed is always so beautiful. I yeah. Just, I love that's me. That's what I, yeah. that's what I'm on. Instagram that's your art. And that's how, that's how my Instagram has evolved as well. Yeah, and that's your it's art. amazing that it has evolved so much just from me doing that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and oh, I, yeah, I love every, you'd be lying if you said you didn't love an aesthetic like Instagram feed. It's, yeah. it's, it's just so, I think there has to be, so warming there has to, to the be soul. A, there has to be a mix though it's the same as yeah. like you know if all you ever saw was the aesthetic you know you want a little bit of the real and I suppose in but my you stories, do a good I job of that on your stories yeah yeah um, and it's no different if all you ever saw was the real side of people's families you'd probably get bored of that too and be like okay I want to see something else so it's just yeah. having a balance seeing a bit of everything um yeah but yeah yeah just create what I want to share that's yeah. what it comes down to yeah, yeah absolutely and I'm a big believer in like if you're if anybody follows anything that makes them feel anything less of like if yeah then it's just it's just a simple act of just unfollowing like I always have yeah, like sure. said to um people who have talked to me and who have been nervous about posting on Instagram what they like it's just that well you want like you want a, a following that loves your stuff just as much as you do and it's like a good thing if people can unfollow if they aren't enjoying because that way you know you're speaking to an audience that genuinely feels good about seeing your content yeah um and I think that's something that everyone should practice is unfollowing people that don't feel good and that's there's no shame in that either like if you find something triggering it's also why like you know going viral and doing the viral trend isn't always beneficial because mm. you might go viral on something that doesn't really reflect you it just happened to be a once-off and then people mm. you get all these followers you know and then yeah. they eventually all drop off anyway it's actually nicer to just gradually people see your page and go oh that's cool follow yeah. not chasing these big numbers all the time yes yeah exactly people are chasing this like yeah the numbers and the and get the likes and 
it's yeah it really isn't as important as it probably once seems exactly. to be and you've created such a beautiful little community one thing I always remember about you and your like Instagram is that you do such a great job at replying to people's comments I'm like how does she do oh. it she does it all the time I'm like I wish I like I wish I could do a better job of that I always feel like I just don't have time which is so wrong I probably should make the time but like you always reply to comments and like that oh, is wow. just so nice I love that. I feel like I'm terrible at that. I I never re- I don't like replying straight away because I don't want to seem too keen or like oh she's on <laughs> yeah. her phone. But then I don't, and then I'm like yeah. oh my gosh I've left it like two weeks, and then I go back and I try and reply to people. But yeah, yeah I definitely but you like always do. Questions. Yeah, there's yeah. a few questions that I don't like answering. Um, yeah, you know the repetitive ones where it's like there's another time for that. But um, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I generally like to have, like I do like to reply to people because I'm stoked that people are even commenting. Like I am so yeah. appreciative when I get those comments, and yeah, you know, I sometimes have really beautiful messages, and it's like those people don't have to do that. That's exactly. really nice that they yeah are giving me time. But the least I can do is give them the time back. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like that's exactly what just makes your um your Instagram account exactly what it is. Like you just preach what you like teach because you just like nurturing your already beautiful community and like just being so authentic to you, which is exactly what your content is. It's just authentic to you yeah. and what how you yeah want to be seen creatively. Um, talking about content, quickly yes. touch on um. I guess not, I don't like using the downsides of Instagram, but like when someone builds a decent platform doing anything, um, copycats and those sorts of things can sometimes arise. Like what would you say like the downsides of being, I guess, the word influential be? Um, Yeah, definitely. We've all, I think, I think the thing with copycats is that most people I think that you speak to experience it in the everyday life as well yeah I've I've had my fair share of um dealings with that sort of thing and every single person that reached out to me would say oh or everyone knows someone that you know annoys yeah. them and copies them yeah yeah I think the thing when it's online is that there's no um there's no way to talk to that person you know if it's your friend yeah. that's annoying you and and copying things you know someone can kind of give them a nudge or yeah you can make a joke and say what are you doing mate yeah um online it's kind of a free-for-all yeah I think there's some people out there that just um yeah that no awareness of that what they're doing can affect other people and that um I think some people just genuinely don't think that there's anything wrong with copying they just yeah. think that that's just what happens on Instagram and I suppose with the way reels and trends and things are is that so many people yeah they all do the same you know the same the same Thing. TikTok dance yeah the same yeah. things like that so it's kind of a fine line yeah but it's very obvious when work has been copied I see people's pages all the time where all the time someone's copied not once or twice, but like a whole feed has been basically replicated to, yeah, um, yeah, stealing other people's essence. I think is yeah. something that does happen, and yeah, it's really sickening when you see it, and yeah. especially when you experience it. Being someone of like a follower of someone who you see get copied, I think 
like for me anyway, I've, I've always, it, it's just so done now. Like you can't, there's nothing people can do about it. And it's so, it just happens to pretty much everybody these days. But like yeah. as someone who, from a follower perspective, I get so passionate about um, when I see someone who I really value and enjoy following get copied, I get mm. like almost, I get rageful and I like get really protective of this person that I follow yeah. because I'm like, yeah. no, that's the OG. Like you can't do that. Yeah. Like I yeah. <laughs> I think maybe maybe because I'm a creative person as well, I know the effort that goes into that, even though yeah. it might seem like coincidence yeah. sometimes that you yeah got that certain shot or whatever, but like, it's not that it's, it's way more than that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think the thing is creative people understand it and they're passionate about it because creative people don't copy other mm. people because they, something that I like really feel is that like you are getting your inspiration from the source. So yeah. the source is whatever, um, whatever it is that inspires you. So mm-hmm. for example, my inspiration comes from nature and my children. Mm-hmm. So I'm not looking outwards at other people to see what they're capturing of, you know, of their kids and because that doesn't interest me. I'm, and yeah, so I'm yeah. inspired by what's in front of me. And whereas people that aren't, don't have that creative vision, mm. they don't know what to take photos of. They just, you know, they're inspired by other people's photos and so they yeah. want to recreate that but they're not actually coming from authentic they haven't found what it is that inspires yeah them I think a lot of the time um, when people are doing that too they are they have a different vision in mind like for you your goal is to just create beautiful content that feels good to you like genuinely yeah. but when people want the more I guess they're trying to build purposely build a influential feed they might do things like copying because they want that not that they want to be authentic to them yeah I think it's more the people that are copying are trying to get what the other people have without actually doing the hard work and finding it themselves Um, and they're trying to build something fast and Mm. yeah definitely not being true to themselves um, and maybe not looking um yeah, too busy looking at other people and not actually looking at what's in front of Within, them. You know, yeah, it, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. And playing in but, the um, space, yeah, yeah, and yeah. It is really interesting. So many, so many people. Yeah, I suppose are inspired by what they see on Instagram, and they which is which they, is totally fine in a way, really, isn't it? Like that is yeah, like we are all inspired by the people we follow, but it's more so respecting that the the creativity and the the authenticity yeah. of that particular yeah. person you feel inspired by is, is theirs and it's for them. I suppose the thing is as well as that it's easy as, you know, Pinterest used to be people would just go to Pinterest and see a photo and be inspired, you know, make a cake that looks like the, the cake on Pinterest and maybe <laughs> yeah. recreate photos and not realising that like the people, like so many of my photos are on Pinterest now. So people might take a Pinterest photo and say, oh, I saw it on Pinterest, I didn't know, you know, and they're recreating mm-hmm off Pinterest but Pinterest there's a family behind Pinterest you know like there's yeah. a family behind the photo yeah yeah I think yeah. it's just respect respect and awareness really it's just awareness of themselves yeah. Um, and yeah but I feel bad for clothing brands that get copied as well you know the big yeah. brands oh. that steal off the brands it happens it happens, it happens so much 
That's yeah. when I feel so I, rage. I, <laughs> I feel so much rage when I see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a free-for-all, I think. Yeah. And it's, yeah, not right. But um, No, it's the- not right. And it's hard because, like, at the end of the day, you kind of got to understand that when you put yourself out there, that you are going to be inspirational. You are going to yeah. influence. And yeah. that stuff is probably going to happen because of that. But it is... Like, yeah, it is something that I feel like could deserve a bit more conversation around just, yeah, respecting yeah, creatives and their, yeah, and their own, yeah. Um, but in saying that, with a full 360 from how low I felt at times because of that, it's also made me value myself where yeah. I probably didn't or Before. even take my work seriously, you know, yeah. because I've always come from place of joy what I do I'm not setting out to be anything so then to see um things get um you know things get replicated it makes me go wow (laughs) I didn't know I had that it's actually made me feel um stronger and yeah I value what I'm doing here more now so on the upside of it rather than being woe is me um I mean I think anyone that gets copied it it does some it does do something to you you can't just brush it off um it is hard to brush you know it yeah it it is a you know but also trying to just reflect and go wow well what does this actually mean like you know this is I have the power to you know influence someone in that way that's yeah that's awesome I do with this yeah exactly yeah so yeah I've definitely yeah this year has been my year that I've definitely yeah turned it around and and yeah taken the power back yeah (laughs) good um, job yeah 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 now that's cool and speaking of like all work and stuff when like when you first started to um I guess get some like work for some big brands like how did that make you feel did you feel imposter syndrome at any point of like this whole journey I don't think I ever took myself seriously. So my first big job I got, um, I got a paycheck and I bought our caravan with that money. That was yeah. like my first. And, oh, but cool. I didn't I didn't take myself seriously. I didn't think of it. And along the way, all these things have happened where we've, you know, had these opportunities. And I don't know, I guess I've just thought, oh, you know, it happens to everyone. It ha- everyone gets this because on Instagram there are so many, you see so many people work with awesome brands and there yeah. is this feeling of, of, oh, you know, it's not, it, it's just, it's just luck maybe, or, you know, I was just lucky. But, um, but you but put yourself the- in that position in a way, like if you didn't follow your passion and follow the desire to be creative on Instagram, yeah. you wouldn't be doing what you're doing now. I've, feel like I've found finally kind of questioned myself and gone hang on maybe it's actually maybe I am onto something here maybe it is more than luck maybe we and I do I truly believe it is because we just yeah but also because yeah because I never set out to do this when these things happen I don't yeah I don't take it I I just go wow that's awesome I'm not like I don't feel like, oh, that was so well-deserved because I've just come from this place of joy and I just yeah. do what I love doing. And so these things that happen, I just feel like, oh, that's like a pat on the back. That's pat. But mm. then more things come up and I, and I kind of go, hang on, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And I, you, rem- and I, yeah. I, kind of, I kind of more, and now, especially having Ty, my husband home, Ty with us, it's like, we really feel like a team now. And so the kids are so much more involved. And so when we get a cool opportunity come up, 
you know, we've got something pretty exciting happening at the moment, um, which I'm not going to talk about in case. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. In yeah. Case. And the kids are involved in it and it's like, yeah, expressing to them like, guys, this is really cool. And they're like, yeah. that is really cool. And so it's like this exciting thing for all of us. Like I love that we are all so involved, this lifestyle we have and this work. It's like a full it's all of us. It's not just me working. It's not just my job. It's we're all, we're all working together and it's really nice. It's like we're creating this beautiful life together. Yeah. Yeah. I think I went off topic then. I don't think that's what you asked, but (laughs) you're going in great places. I'll just keep following your lead on that. that, (laughs) No, it's good. On that note, like this is making me really excited. Um, one of the things that I really want to like talk more about in in all episodes is how um, like for you as a mother of your three kitties, how do you want them to like grow up um, like remembering their childhood? Like when you when you think about their childhood and their memories, like do you ever think about um, yeah how how they remember this time and like what you want them to remember of you and the the work that you do and like do they have a concept of thing. that? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like from my own childhood, I grew up in a really. My mum was super creative and she always worked around us. Um, but she was always there. She was a stay-at-home mum, but she was working creatively. She was writing and she's always yeah. been arty. And I think growing up having her, she's my mum was always there for us to rely on. Um, yeah. And even though we didn't always understand her growing up because she was so creative, I think creative <laughs> people are a little bit like, I know that my kids probably don't understand me. <laughs> <laughs> I know that they probably like I know that my kids are going to grow up probably thinking that their mum was like just crazy crazy, you know always camera would chase them into the water (laughs) to get you know a moment and I reckon they'll look back but I think they'll yeah so same with me it wasn't until now that I'm 30 that I finally understand my mum like I'm like oh my god I get what she's doing whereas growing up I didn't understand her yeah my brothers you know she was always riding and we didn't get it because our friends mums were all at work or our friends mums had jobs yeah it wasn't creative create creativity wasn't um really um what's the word like respected I suppose understood so did yeah understood understood yeah yeah. creativity wasn't understood Stood. And probably she like her- not respected as a career either. Like really, it's probably only yes. now where like you, it's kind of general knowledge that you can make a career out of being creative in whatever way that is for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. And so now I don't know if you know, but my mum now is like, she's, yeah, she's creating this label, Fable and Frey, and yeah. she's making these beautiful pieces of art and it's all come full circle for her and I can see what she was doing the whole time it was this like it was just this um like yeah it's just everything that she did for us growing up has led us here and I believe that everything that she did led me to where I am now yeah so I suppose I really hope that the kids seeing us live this creative life will hopefully like push them to live differently um yeah. definitely not just go out and get a job that they just feel like they have to have but actually yeah. follow their own joy yeah and you know yeah. like 
back to my mum, like my kids see photos of me in the outfits that she made when I was their age and now they're wearing the outfits that she's making for them and it's like it's so cool that, yeah, yeah it's all just this pathway. And so I hope that the kids um, appreciate everything, you know, at some yeah, point. I know at they some won't point. Way, and I'm sure, I'm sure when they're teens they'll be like, oh, you know, they won't Not taking photos of me, mum. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure yeah. I'll stop eventually, but yeah. I know that there'll come a point where they will appreciate that we did this trip and it doesn't matter if they don't yeah. appreciate it right away. Everything that we're doing is setting a foundation for them to live a certain way and I'll just be yeah. so stoked if they follow whatever happy bliss that they find yeah. as they grow. So, yeah. How lucky they are they, Right. They definitely think I'm crazy. Crazy. What, <laughs> if I were to ask them, what does mum do for work? What would they probably say? They say she takes photos of us. Takes photos. She takes photos of us. Yeah. She yeah. puts us in clothes and takes photos. But they love it. Like I couldn't yeah. do it if it wasn't for them. When I say it's a team effort, like it's, they get so excited when they get to open a box of clothes. clothes. That, yeah. And they say, do we get to keep these? And yeah. they love it. And they, it's not, it doesn't feel like work, even though I'm, you know, it's, we're making an, you know, we're making an amazing income from what we do. It doesn't feel like work because yeah. we enjoy it so much. But that's exactly what um, we all should be trying to do, I believe. Like, I know. My yeah. motto, like, yeah. I just really believe that everybody should try their best to enjoy their work and make a life like from work that they genuinely enjoy because it's ridiculous that to think that. The, the typical working world, you work five days a week, five out of yeah. seven, and that is a really big portion of your life. And, like, if you don't yeah. enjoy that time, there's, like, yeah. you're not enjoying the majority of your life. Like, and that is, yeah. that's not good. <laughs> that's yeah. not why we I feel here. like the last, the last few years as well really, like, um, cemented that for so many people as well to go yeah. wow time is so precious. precious we you know could be told at any time that we you know can't go to the other side of the world and travel so mm. let's make the most of now and so this that's why that's why Ty you know yeah he left his job because I said we have this amazing opportunity right now we had this amazing opportunity in 2018 when we left in our caravan and back then I said to Ty we could do this full time like I think people do this we could we could do we could this, do this. And we could have, but we didn't um, because it was scary, but it just yeah. kept going. And I'm so glad that we didn't give up on social media and we kept, you know, powering through the tough times and yeah. the weird times. Yeah. Now we've come out the other end and it's like, wow. you know, Yeah. It's, yeah. And like, it's, it's such great. a precious time of your life with Ty as well, with the yeah. kids this age, like you could get to this point in another like like if you didn't trust yourself now what if you trusted yourself in another like five years and like the kids are just a bit more grown up and like yeah. this is such a precious beautiful like only like literally once in a lifetime time of your life yeah. to have your kids at this age doing yeah. this life that is just yeah just incredible and I love I bloody love my kids I want to yeah. spend time with them like I yeah absolutely I, you know, yeah, they drive me crazy and I probably drive them crazy, but we <laughs> just, I love spending time with them. And I, I think definitely because Ty's here as well, we can balance it really well. We don't, I don't feel like I need all this time to myself because I have got him there. You know, I can work when I need to and he can cook dinner with the kids and it's this yeah. really beautiful balance. 
Yeah. I just literally wake up every morning. Yeah. Feeling really grateful that we yeah. have this opportunity. So I'm going to take it. <laughs> absolutely. And really, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's but just it's amazing. Definitely, um, yeah. It's definitely teamwork. I don't think I, yeah, I couldn't have done it. Yeah. On my own. So I'm grateful for them all. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, oh, and how about like working, like what, what would you say like a typical day, like a typical week of like your work life look like, like how much do you, like how much time do you actually spend like content creating and doing all the behind the scenes? Um, definitely at the moment, like job wise, like so far I've already got, you know, April's already, April and May are already lined up with work and it's already like, if I take on any more jobs, I'm going to be, I, I don't like feeling stressed. <laughs> I don't yeah. like feeling stressed. Um, if I feel stressed, I don't want to do it. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I only, yeah. yeah. But for example, you know, I will wake up every morning to make sure I catch the sunrise because it might be a beautiful video to share. And I'm on TikTok now as well. So I'm yeah. sharing stuff on TikTok, yeah. which might, might not make it to Instagram. I'm definitely trying. There's so many, I don't, sh- yeah, I, there's so much of our day that I don't share um, because you can't possibly share everything, you, yeah. you know, um, but I will wake up in the morning and, and I will video bits throughout the day from sunrise to sunset. And if I can fit it into, you know, stories or something, I'll do that, which doesn't really take that long. It probably takes, you know, like half, like half, yeah, an, half hour. an hour or something, filing yeah. a video. Yeah. But if I'm working, going out it can take me probably half a day to to go through you know a series of photos or video and compile it and edit it and then upload yeah. it and we're in and out of reception so I don't always have enough yeah. reception to upload Dropbox and yeah but I would yeah. say I know my accountant asks how often do you work and I'm like I literally work all the time like I'm yeah. always thinking about it's a lifestyle isn't it I, yeah it's just yeah it's just part of our life like what can I share um and then there's times where I go off for like maybe four or five days and I don't share anything and I have a backlog of stuff to share. And then I just think, I, and I just don't end up sharing anything. And I just, yeah. it all just stays on my phone yeah. because if you go off for a while, it's kind of like, it's hard to get back, back, back on, into like back yeah. on Instagram. It's like yeah. get back into it. It's like a swing of things. Yeah. But yeah, I would say I spend, Yeah. It's not all day, obviously, but a lot yeah. of a lot of the time, my mind is always thinking about Work. what to share. Yeah, but like that's the beauty, and like that is such a perfect example of like when you're doing something that you love, it's it's just a part of your lifestyle. Like work and yeah. life merges, yeah. and it's not a bad thing. Like it's yeah. you enjoy it. It's not draining on you. It's filling yeah. your creative cup, but you also have your time. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Yeah, I love it. I'm really lucky. Can I have like a little backstory on the on all the kitties' names? I I love I love your kitties. Their names? names. Yeah. Um so Indiana. Do you remember there was home and away? There was a there was a girl, I don't know how old you are. I'm I'm 32, but when I was in school, there was an actress on Home and Away and she looked like me. And I think on Home and Away her name might have been like Ella or something but her actual the actress's name was Indiana and so I had a girlfriend and her brother and his friends used to call me Ella because they thought I looked like 
the girl from Home and Away. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, my God, I do look like her. And then when I Googled her name, <laughs> this is in year seven, I Googled her name and her name was Indiana. And I was like, I love that name. I'm, I had never heard it before. Yeah. So I called her Indiana. That Yeah. So I had that name from when I was in year seven. I also love the name Olive because my mum used to listen to, there was a band called Olive. Yeah. Um, it was like really quirky music. And so that was probably around the same time, year seven, I reckon. I had both those two names since, yeah, since, since then. then. That's funny. So, I feel like so many of us, like women, have had her our like favourite baby names since like I know way before Indiana. kids were even a thing. Yeah, my both the girls already know what like they both want to call Indiana oh, wants they? to have a daughter and call her Rosie, Rosie. or Rose and yeah. Olive <laughs> wants to call her daughter Lila or Leela or something. Yeah, it's super funny. <laughs> um and then Archer's name was um he was actually going to be Ollie. Ollie, um, he looks like an Ollie actually. Yeah, I because be I really love the name. I loved the name um, Olive and I I don't know why I just assumed that we were only going to have the two and so I was willing to give him the name Ollie because I couldn't have Olive and for some reason I didn't want Oliver I don't know why I just wanted I think Ollie and Indy that's just what I wanted oh that sounds so cute and then eight weeks eight weeks before he was born friends of ours gave birth to a boy and called it Ollie so Uh. I was okay and I was pretty gut-wrenched and then Ty came up with the name Archer and I it love took Archer me ages still. it took me so long to adjust to Archer I wanted like a really soft name like I love the name Otis or Finn or yeah. Flynn sorry Finn Flynn yeah. uh, I just love soft names and Ty was like no nah, no nah. we're not calling he needs a strong name <laughs> and then <laughs> and then Archer could not be like the name Archer suits him so perfectly. Like he yeah. is just an Archer. And then yeah. I got to have Olive in the end and I was yeah. so stoked with that. You little I'm so Olive. glad I had Olive, not Ollie, because Olive is like, yeah, I love that name. Yeah. Yeah. And I so, cannot yeah. believe that Olive is five. <laughs> I know. You I cannot believe that. Of her. Yeah. So backstory for people listening, I like if you listen to my first episode when I shared my story I started off doing these newborn illustrations and I actually yeah in those very early days reached out to you I must have followed you since before then um and uh I don't even know how that yeah really come about but I just messaged you saying like could I do it (laughs) no you were pregnant that's right it was before you even had Olive I was like oh I know you're pregnant like I'd love the opportunity to illustrate your yeah, new yeah, bubba yeah. when it's here. Yeah. And, and you were so like, I've just I've just left school or just something. Left and I was school. like, oh. little yeah. baby Evie. Yeah, I had no idea yeah. what was gonna happen. Um, yeah, and yeah, you had little Olive's print on the wall and shared that for me, which was yeah. just the best. So nice. Yeah. But yeah, I can't believe that was then and she is five. Like oh, I know. Wow. It's gone really fast. We've had a really full, I feel like our the last five years have been so full, full though yeah. that like it feels like yesterday, but then I think about all the stuff we've done all and it's stuff. like wow. Yeah. Do you ever feel like yeah. you like do you ever feel because I I'm super like emotional and sentimental like this, but do you ever feel like you grieve the time of like those real baby days and not getting to go back there? Yeah, definitely like I when I 
yeah, whenever I look back at videos, especially of like Indiana and Archer, because that just feels like so long ago and they yeah. were just the two of them together. They were like so close in age and the little videos of them, like Archer following Indiana around and listening to the way they used to talk. It definitely, I just oh, go, oh, oh no. hot. But that was, yeah, but, but it's so exciting watching them grow. Like yeah. I love that we're at this stage now and I could not imagine being in the baby stage anymore. Like yeah. I'm so far from that. I just yeah. the the thought of it makes me like yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm so past it and I love yeah. that I love that we're at a new stage and I just know that it's just gonna get better and better like it just yeah. keeps getting better yeah um but yeah I definitely when I look at videos I I started making a home video actually and I'm only up to like I think Archer being three or something and then I've oh, just really? got way too many videos yeah oh, but I'm, God, I wanted yeah. to, I I want to just do a big video for them just to look back on. If we ever lost all of our, you know. Oh, my God, our... God forbid. Hey, I, I can't even deal with that for Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the hardest thing about Instagram is that you just take so many photos all the time. And I'm grateful for Instagram for that. Yeah. I'm so grateful that I have captured so much, but also I've got so Overwhelming. many. Too many. Like, and yeah. stuff that I don't even, you know, know. and it's so oh. I want to compact like yeah it all into one big video for them that's to so watch. cool and to watch yeah but yeah. i yeah did you do you print do you print photos much do you ever print no we don't out? we don't have i suppose house. you're on you're yeah. on the move yeah you've got no space <laughs> no. <laughs> i was i made a book for indiana from zero to six i was going to do from zero to six from six to 12 and then from 12 oh, yeah. to 18 and i did her book from zero to six but now it's just in the storage unit yeah. at home so it's yeah. like you know and I was making one for Archer but I haven't printed it up yet because yeah yeah they're nice things to have but also it's just more stuff like we're stuff. trying to minim- minimize our stuff yeah. we yeah. have a house to put it all in yeah. yeah yeah speaking of photos can you open your phone right now and go to your camera roll tell me how many photos you've got on your phone uh I have been very good and I've been clearing them out <gasps> actually really you're Six so good hours. 6,881. 6,000. Is that it? Yeah. I have to clear them because yeah. our video, videos, I've got 1,679. I think oh. my phone is only a small, it only holds, yeah. My phone gets filled up so much because when yeah. I go out to shoot, I probably take like a thousand photos because yeah. I shoot on continuous burst and yeah. I just take a hundred of photos. Yeah. Um, and I video a lot on my camera, so the quality, the files are really so big. big. So, yeah, yeah you so can't have all that on your phone. Yeah, yeah. I have to clear out stuff a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you keep yeah. it? Where do you, what do you what do you do with it? I've got just a couple of hard drives, and I just oh, put them onto yeah. like every probably four months. I carry around our two hard drives, yeah, in my in my bag, and yeah. I just load them onto that but it's super dis- I used to be so organized with my hard drives and then something happened in 2016 and I lost almost like six months of photos <gasps> no. and videos I don't know I've lost them and I'm so sad because that was like my favorite time with the kids like they were just the cutest ages yeah um yeah I've lost like six months worth of stuff oh, right. yeah I don't know. yeah so yeah, you still have them on Instagram you'd have some on Instagram I'd have some, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I had to delete so many photos off Instagram. I used to post cute photos of the kids, like but if their bums were showing or even if yeah. like Arch was topless, I would get all my content got deleted and That's they would so say, silly. we're going to close your account if you <sighs> keep posting. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Oh, no, you're organised, though, far out. Do you want to know how many photos I've got on mine? Go. 47,000 photos. What? How? Are they on on iCloud? Yes. This is one embarrassing embarrassing truth of my life. I am on the top-tier iCloud storage and I've I've filled it up. (laughs) I cannot understand how to use iCloud. I downloaded it because I thought I had to do something. About this, but I can't work it out. I do not understand iCloud, so I just yeah. put everything on high. No, but I, I think like that's better. Like, I think that's better. I want I like, to do that. Like I like, I, I still get really nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't like that. Yeah. I know. I yeah. need to do that, and I just feel like because I used to used to, <laughs> I used to print photos like in a photo album. Yes. I started since yeah. and I got together, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do this, and Bali can look back at her photos and whatever. Yeah. But like, I haven't updated since I was like first found out I was pregnant, and I just feel so overwhelmed uh-huh. doing it now because I'm like, there's just so much to go through, and like, yeah, my forty-seven thousand yeah. photos of my camera roll. Yeah, I don't yeah, even want to deal with that. <laughs> My mum used to make photo albums and we lived in an area where there was always bushfires and she would just, oh. that's the only thing she took, the photo albums. She would just take all the photo albums and put them yeah. in the car and my mum was the same. So many photo albums. Yeah. I just love the photo books, like yeah. putting them into photo books. That is a good really idea. Cool. Yeah. It's still so much effort, yeah, to go yeah. through all your photos, remember what they were yeah. doing at that time, write little captions and it's just yeah. like, you, yeah. And I, I think as soon as you... Yeah, as soon as you go there, though, as well, you get trapped in your own camera roll. And, you, like, I just yes. end up looking at all these photos and watching these videos and forgetting what I was doing. And then yeah. and then all of a sudden, like, it's been two hours and I've done nothing but, like, nothing. be tra- <laughs> trapped in this little memory reel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exactly the same. I know. It's terrible. I'm yeah. the worst. It's hard. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. All right. So... Coming towards the end of your of your episode, do you want to? Yeah. Let's just do a last last few little little bits and pieces. One thing I really want to um, end on is one piece of advice you'd give a woman on their way to motherhood um, who is also or is wanting to start a brand or is currently running a brand. Um, trust your. Oh, I don't know. I. My advice is trust the universe. I I feel like I put a lot of my trust into the universe with things. Um, Also trust your gut. I suppose if you're becoming Mm -hmm. a mother, trust your, trust your gut, follow your instincts. Um, Don't listen to other people's advice. Um, Just, I don't know. I feel like you're the only person who knows um, what is right for you and don't feel um bullied by societies yeah that's um, a good by society's ideals of what you should be doing because I feel like so many people I know um friends that were becoming mums would say oh I just have this fear and it's fear that really controls us fear of bringing your kids up the wrong way or fear of um yeah doing the wrong thing and fear is so restrictive restricts us really whereas if you just let that go and trust that you're on the right path and that for you I don't know yeah Yeah, the right path for you um but yeah with business and stuff I have always trusted the universe that the universe will um sort 
iron out the creases yeah <laughs> when things happen, I just, yeah I do I I guess that's probably maybe a bit naive and people probably think that's crazy but I do put a lot of trust into the universe manifest yeah. things that just yeah that happen think about yeah we really are the creators of our reality so 100%. if you want something think about it and it will happen I yeah. trust that yeah but also yeah um be grateful for the tiny moments um yeah. be grateful for the simple things and yeah 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 the simple that's things that's no, terrible advice but that's, it's the I, best I, advice I find it so hard because I just it's so blase and people probably think it's also cliche but it's like but uh, it, yeah, yeah that's all that yeah it is simple I feel like it we overcomplicate so much people yeah. overcomplicate everything they think that things have to be so much harder than they have to be and they actually don't it's just about um yeah trusting yourself really, yeah isn't it? yeah trusting and it's sad that, that we all feel fear around trusting ourselves yeah but, everyone's yeah. so worried they're gonna do something wrong but who yeah. decides what's wrong yeah yeah <sighs> Yeah, I know. If you could go back to um, Bo, who was surprised with a new pregnancy that you weren't expecting, Mm. if you could go back to that time of your life and just whisper in her ear, what would you say about the years to come? Um, I would say do not decorate your house and all that terrible furniture. Get on (laughs) Pinterest early do not waste money on stupid furniture that is probably my my sign oh my god when I was 20 the furniture we bought in that our houses we have had like three different houses each house we have bought different furniture I would say listen to your mother-in-law who told you to accept the second-hand oh stuff yeah don't be a snob and buy everything brand new what we did and then ended up with this hideous furniture that we had to sell for so much less I would say save your money read read what's that um the investor the barefoot investor barefoot investor if that yeah. came out earlier read that book and start those bank accounts early yes you're gonna need <laughs> Fund when you decide to live a freelance creative lifestyle yeah. full of uncertainty full of uncertainty traveling in an old car, oh in an old car that needs work done <laughs> no I would just say everything's going to be okay yeah you're doing just fine and yeah yeah definitely yeah. buy do not buy all that furniture yeah <laughs> so you- much furniture has been bought yeah, or and then living in a little shack, like yeah. But also follow, like I wish, I don't wish we did things differently, but um, because everything has been this like learn learning. Um, yeah, we've just learned from experience and stuff. Obviously, I wish yeah, that past creates your present. Yeah, I wish we had moved to the ocean earlier. Um, we waited a while, and I kind of wish we'd done it sooner. But everything happened the way it was supposed to happen. Um, yeah. And you know, I was supported. We were supported by our family through those early years of having the kids young together. And I'm so grateful for that. If we'd moved away like we did later on, we wouldn't have had that support. And mm-hmm. maybe my career wouldn't have been built. And yeah. so I think that it yeah, happens. I think our reason. We've come, to, yeah. We've come to this point because of the way everything happens. So yeah. I'm happy. I I don't know if I needed any advice because I learned it all anyway. Yeah, I meant yeah, to that. It yeah, all 
Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Are you living your dream? Yes. 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 I mean, there could be a few little things different, like maybe <laughs> maybe we should have a caravan. But I don't know. I love what we're doing. I yeah. I um I just wrote a caption which um I write my captions before I write my posts sometimes. Oh, yeah. And my caption is 10 things I hate about camping. <laughs> um and then it's like that's the saying from 10 things I had about you where it's like yeah. um but actually I don't actually hate anything at all and it's so true like even though camping is so hard I love it I w- yeah. wouldn't be doing it if I love it there's so much joy that comes from it so yeah but yeah it is the dream we're super grateful we love what we do so absolutely yeah hopefully yeah we can keep doing it for you um yeah who knows what the future holds hey well that is just like the best combo that was so good um did you want to quickly touch on what's coming up next for the simple phone um yes eb has been helping me with um designing something that's been in the works for a while i really want to i do want to help share some of the insights to fast track people who want to live a creative life um with some of the things that i've learned yeah so um Keep your awesome. eyes peeled because I will be sharing a little guide soon. Little hopefully to help. It might already be out. I don't know. Who knows? Like but yeah, yeah. There's something. There's something yeah. happening. There's something There'll happening. Something, something to help those who are intrigued by what I do and how I, in how I do what I do. Yeah. 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 For helping me design that. Oh, yes. my pleasure. I'm so excited to see this hit the hit the world because I, one thing I love so much about my job is that um, I get first insight on all this stuff that my clients are doing and I, I learn so yeah. much while I'm creating. Oh, like, yeah. I read everything while I, like, put things together. I'm like, yeah. yeah you're like, no, it sounds yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel so lucky. No, so good. Well, thank you so much for first of all replying to my email and <laughs> saying yes to come five years ago five years ago five years ago and then yes. again this year um yeah. I was so nervous to send out my first few emails asking for people to come on my podcast that didn't exist yet so thank you for trusting me to share your story um can I just say that your email like was just the nicest email and oh. I get a lot of emails from people who I'm like I can't even reply to that because it's just they're just yeah your email was just so wonderful and genuine and so authentically you and yeah that's why I was like I'm getting on board with this yeah and I love that I got to share a bit more about um about what I do because it is a weird world where people just do these live creatively but no one talks about it so it's cool to yeah and because like you probably there's like that's why I really I guess could see this working in our podcasting world because yeah. Instagram, I mean, you, you're not going to have that conversation on Instagram, are you? Like you're not, no, there's not a place no. for that on Instagram for, no. yeah, for you. I mean, you can you can share little captions and things like that, touching on different yeah. points about it, but it's not, there's nothing like listening to an actual conversation and being able to share and download yeah. your story because it's so yeah. cool. Like, everyone's yeah, everyone's story is so cool no matter yeah. what no, yeah good. good on you for creating a place for oh. us to talk about it thank it's you awesome. 
Yeah, you're like a virtual okay. friend. Oh, <laughs> thanks. I like to be everyone's virtual friend. I just live in yeah. South Australia away from everybody, so virtual <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is. I'm not. Yeah, right. no, so good. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of your time in Tassie. When are you going home, by the way? Like, are you uh, going home? What is the yeah. plan there? <laughs> yes, we will be heading back to WA because my mum turns 60. I've yeah. mentioned my mum so much. This. Hey, this is all about mums in this body. It is. Back yeah. to Perth for a little bit and then we will be, yeah, continuing our travels um, up north for the the winter, the WA yeah. winter. It will be nice and sunny up there. Oh, so cool. we'll head up there and then. Who knows? We just knows? follow we follow the work and follow the bliss. So wherever that leads us. Magic. You, you <laughs> are incredible. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Busy Mama podcast. I am ever so grateful to have your listening ears with us today. Please leave a review and rate the show if you enjoyed listening. That would be so appreciated. And also don't forget to request a guest on our website if you have any particular busy mama in mind that you'd love to hear her story, her creation story of her business, of her babies, and of herself in general. Don't forget to follow along for more behind the scenes and extra goodness on Instagram, thebusymama.podcast. I'd also love to take a moment to thank Amity Music for letting me use their beautiful song, Letting Go. You guys are amazing. See you next week. <laughs>